Hello and welcome to another edition of the Hitting the Hardwood Podcast, your home for all the latest Minnesota links and WNBA news, analysis, and coverage. Thank you for tuning into another episode this week. I'm your host, Mitchell Hansen, and this week I'm really excited to be joined by Tiffany Mitchell, who's a, a veteran guard for the Minnesota Lynx, who signed with the Lynx this offseason after seven years in Indiana. Um, she was drafted in 2016 by Indiana and spent the first seven years of her career um, with the Fever. Um, this offseason, she she decided to to test free agency and, and kind of start a, a new chapter, uh, she said, in, in her career. Um, and she ended up signing with the Minnesota Lynx, where she has um, you know, taken on a a nice role and, and carved out a nice spot in, in this Lynx um, starting lineup, um, Lynx rotation in general. Um, she's actually, you know, been one of the one of the top producers for the team, um, you know, with um, at, at the time of the recording this podcast, averaging the third most uh, points for the team. So, uh, you know, she's she's filling in nicely. Um, and I think that's something that, that Minnesota hoped she would do. And, and she, you know, she is feeling that that veteran presence and, and it's, you know, following up on the court. So, Good to see from from Tiffany Mitchell, and um, I'm really excited to be, you know, to be joined by her this week to to kind of chat with her. I sat down with her to talk a little bit about joining the Lynx, um, you know, what all went into that uh, that decision this off season to sign with Minnesota. Um, what kind of key aspects she she thought she saw from from the Lynx from a, a team and a franchise and organization perspective, um, whether it's on the court. Uh, you know the personnel within the within the team operations side or the franchise side of things, um, the facilities she talked about, um, and all of that kind of played into played into a, a you know effect or kind of played a role into into her signing with Minnesota as a free agent. So it was, it was really good insight from her, um, you know, talking about you know the thought process of of what what is going on in a player's mind throughout that that whole whole period, and it's not just strictly what happens on the court. Um, so Tiffany and I kind of jump in and talk about that and, and then we kind of follow it up with, with her taking on a new role. Um, you know, I talked to her, talked, um, you know, a little bit earlier about her, you know, providing a nice spark to Minnesota and kind of filling a a nice um, hole or or kind of a filling a need for Minnesota. And part of that is her playing, um, the point guard position, which is she's never done before. She's primarily played the wing throughout the, the first seven years of her career, never played point guard before. Um, with the Lynx, she's kind of taken over those duties and, um, you know, she's, she's really, you know, resumed that, that point guard role and that floor general role, which she admitted it took, it's taken a little bit of adjusting, um, but she, you know, she's starting to find her stride. Um, and as, as every game goes along, um, you can tell she's starting to feel more and more comfortable in that role. So really good conversation with Tiffany. Um, before we jump into that, I kind of want to recap a little bit of, of what took place, um, over the last week, um, in Lynx basketball and, uh, at the at the time of this recording, it's right before leading up to the Las Vegas game on Sunday afternoon. Um, so I I we as we sit, um, you know, entering the Las Vegas game, um, you know, the Lynx have won two straight two 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 straight wins over uh, Los Angeles. They they've you know kind of um, I I don't want to say turn things around, but they're starting to figure things out, which is which is a great sign. And and it's always uh you know from. From a Lynx side of things, that they, they always love um, when they can take down Los Angeles. So uh, that that was that's good to good to see them get a couple wins, um, you know, against the Sparks. One at home on Sylvia Follows night, which we talked about last week uh, on last week's podcast, and in following up this, um, you know, this past Friday with with a win on the road in LA. Um, and um, part of that, you know, part of the reason why why Minnesota has been playing so well is, is you know the play of Nafisa Collier lately, and and we all expected her to to be you know, the best player on this team. She is the best player on this team. 
Um, and, and she's played like it recently. Uh, you know, entering, you know, through the first 10 games of the year, she's averaging north of 20 points. She's the only player. She leads the team in, in uh, or only player um, averaging more than 20 points on, on the links. Um, you know, she's leading the team in scoring uh, a little over 20 and a half points per game, um, leading the team in rebounds, leading. Um, she's you know, probably top, looks like top five in, in uh, assists, um, you know, leads the team in steals, um, you know, leads the team in blocks. She's the only player with a, with a, over a block a game. Um, so, you know, she's she's doing a really nice job. She's leading a team in, in field goal percent or second in the team in field goal percent, percentage behind Jessica Shepard. Um, so she's doing a really nice job with, um, you know, leading this team and being that primary uh, primary threat and that primary score, which is what... Uh, what what Cheryl Reeve and company need and what they've wanted and what they, they hope to, it continues uh, moving forward with Collier. So hopefully that continues to play or that, that continues to happen. Um, and Minnesota's play continues to, to, you know, continue to uptick. Um, you know, after a slow start to the year, they've they've started to get some, you know, some momentum rolling. And, and once you get that first win of the year, um, you know, the, the wins start to follow. So it's a good sign for, for Minnesota. I think that's kind of what we're seeing so far. Um, and, you know, we'll see how, how that continues. They're, you know, in the, in the middle of a, a three-game uh, three road trip um, as I'm recording this podcast. So they, they have a, a bit of a tough test to, to round out the road trip. But, um, you know, it, it'll be a good, you know, a good measuring stick uh, once again for Minnesota and just kind of see how they, how they can, you know, go against the top dogs and exactly where they're at in the layout of the league. Um, we're still early, so they're, they're still trying to figure themselves out, and every team is starting, you know, still trying to figure things out. Um, as we progress through the year, uh, but we are we are officially um, a quarter of the way through the year, so um, that's that's kind of uh, you know crazy to think about. We're you know we're ten games into a forty game season, um, entering the Las Vegas game, so um, we're we're getting there. For before we know it, we'll be at the halfway point, and um, you know it feels like we just started, but we're we're a little over a month into the season now. So um, you know every team is it you know they it they got to get things going. So if they want to if they want to make the playoffs, they they got to write the ship here quick and they, they got to, you know, got to get things figured out to, you know, not fall too far behind in the pack. So, um, you know, Minnesota has a ways to go, but, but you, you know, it, that we've seen it before. Um, they put strong second halves and in middle of the seasons together. So we'll, we'll see what happens here, uh, in the next handful of games and, and kind of moving forward. Um, with that said, um, I, I really appreciate you, uh, you tune, you tuning in another, avenue for for you to tune into any links coverage um I, I just want to point out before we jump into the tiffany mitchell conversation is you can join myself and jack borman from canis hoopus on playback um, playback is where you can watch games or rewatch games uh, live with with myself with jack with other fans um, we'll stream games i um, mean you can listen to jack and i talk about you know what's happening in the game um, answer your questions you can ask questions we'll answer them live um, while we're watching games um, or just come hang out, come listen, um, come watch the game. You can, if you want to mute us, you can mute us and, and come watch the game and just watch the game and not, not hear us. But, uh, or if you want to just hear us and not watch the game, you can do that too. But, um, you can join that. It's called Links Live. Um, and you can, we'll, we'll do it periodically throughout the year. Um, we're, we're going to try at least, um, you know, four or five times a month, um, here the rest of the year. It'll be primarily away games. And it'll be, um, you know, some home games, but it'll be rewatch games where we'll watch them maybe a night or two after after the game. Um, so because we realize that a lot of you listeners, um, you know, you're Lynx fans and you're going to be at those home games. So we want 
we want you to, to join in as, as much as you can and, and to kind of hear your feedback, hear your reactions from what took place in the game, ask your questions if you have questions, hear commentary from Jack and I. Um, but but we're we're excited to be kicking that off and um, you can find on you know on hitting the hardwoods Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere uh, anywhere you find um, hitting the hardwood on social media, you can find the link to links live. Um, otherwise you can you can I'll list it here. It's playback. Uh, .tv, so it's playback.tv forward slash links live, and it's all all one word, links live, lowercase. So you can check us out there, and it's free to join. There's there's no cost. You can you can join for for ten minutes if you want to join for ten minutes. If you want to join for the whole game, you certainly can. If you want to join for the second half, that's fine too. But um, feel free to check us out on Playback, um, and we will uh, hopefully see you on there and interact with you as we as we watch some you know links away games or uh, rewatch some some links home games or or kind of a little bit of everything else so see you on playback and without further ado let's jump into the conversation with Tiffany Mitchell that I mentioned earlier you can also read a story I wrote on Tiffany Mitchell which which kind of contains a lot of the stuff from from this conversation um, at canisufus.com um, it, it kind of gives a, an outlook or kind of a, a deep dive into into Tiffany Mitchell's uh, off season, um, in in her kind of you know experiencing a year first here with Minnesota, as I mentioned earlier, her her being with a new team in Minnesota, um, and also taking on the point guard position for the first time. Um, so without further ado, let's jump into the conversation with Tiffany. Tiffany Mitchell, thank you for joining me. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Just finished up practice, so yeah, ready to hit the road. <laughs> Good. How's the, you know, obviously this week, um, you know, you guys have a little bit of time off um, to, to, to practice actually for, for the first time for in a while to get a few days together. Um, how, how's everything been going and, and just kind of, I guess, resting up and preparing for, for the road trip ahead. Yeah. I mean, I think the first part of our season was pretty brutal. We're playing every other day um, and on the road for, you know, seven, 10 days at a time. So um, it's good to finally like be in one place for a little bit um, and get more practices under our belt and get comfortable, more comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What's that like, you know, especially being in a new space and being in Minnesota for obviously the first season this year, first time this year, how, what's it like to, to kind of just, just get things going right away, um, you know, and, and have that maybe every other day schedule, like you were saying, and trying to learn on the fly. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a gift and a curse, you know, because you kind of learn it on the fly. And, um, you know, we'd rather learn through wins than the losses uh, that came early on. But, you know, at the same time, it's good because we just, you know, get to play um, and you can still get that experience. And you don't have time to kind of sit and, you know, wallow about a loss. You have to turn the page really quick um, and get ready for the next one. Mm-hmm. Kind of talking about the the recent, um, you know, the recent weekend that that the Lynx had of of the celebratory weekend at home. What what was that, you know, weekend like for you to to not only see the fans that came out, um, you know, all the obviously all the players come back, um, but what just what was it like for you to take part in that whole weekend? Yeah, I mean, just you know, seeing all the historic players and all the people that you know came before me and the other players on this team, um, and being a part of you know. Link's history um, is really important um, and they not laid the foundation for us. So um, it was just really uh, cool to be around such amazing people, such great players um, and people watching still, you know, Jersey uh, get retired and just, you know, seeing Maya Moore again, everything like that. Um, it was just a really cool experience for me um, being that this is my first year and just knowing the history um, behind being, uh, you know, the Link's franchise. Mm-hmm. 
kind of talking about your first year that leads into my next question um you know your first year in minnesota what what has it been like um you know in your time here so far yeah i mean i'm just taking it day by day you know figuring it out along the way you know i have really good teammates um and people around me that kind of you know made my first year here um at least making it uh you know not as difficult um the learning curve you know just knowing what they want from me and just trying to execute that uh the best of my ability Kind of jumping back to the off season, what, you know, at being a free agent, what, what was that process like for you? And, and I guess if without, maybe you, you don't have to share as, you know, you can dictate how much information you share, I guess here, but what was your conversation like with, with Minnesota with before ultimately deciding to come to the links? Um, I think, you know, at this part of my career, I'm um, going, was going into my eighth season and have only been in one place uh, for my entire career. So, you know, I was an indie since I was, 21 years old. I'm now 28. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Indy's literally seen me grow up um, and evolve into, you know, the person and player that I am today. So I'll be forever, you know, thankful, you know, for them drafting me, you know, back in 2016. But um, I knew at that point, um, following the year that I had my last year in Indy, I needed something different. I need to feel something different, experience something different. I didn't know, you know, what this season will help will hold uh, no matter which team I went to, but I knew that I needed a change um, in my life for me mentally. Um, also probably physically as well. Um, everything, you know, you just outgrow a place. And I think that's what happened with Indy. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm really thankful for, you know, being there for that long because, you know, it's just really unheard of one person being there, unless you're like a franchise player or something like that, then, you know, people usually move around. So for me to, you know, spend seven years in one place is kind of unheard of, but I also knew it was time for me to make a change. Mm -hmm. From somebody on the outside, looking at, at the links and looking at the, you know, at, you know, weighing that option of, of joining Minnesota, what was, what was that like for you? And I guess what, what was your view of, of Minnesota throughout that whole process or maybe even before when you were in, in Indiana? Yeah, I mean, I just knew Minnesota was very professional um, and took care of their players the right way. Um, like I said, I'm getting, I'm not getting any younger, and I knew I needed certain things um, to be able to perform the way that I wanted to do. And, you know, Minnesota provides that. And um, I think that's, like, the main thing a lot of people talk about is, you know, just the facilities and how they take care of us, you know, being that, you know, they share with the Timberwolves. Like, we get everything that they get, you know, from the NBA team and from the side of that. Um, they make sure, you know, we're set up um, and put in a position to succeed. Um, and that was really important, you know, to me being able, you know, to get in the gym at night if I wanted to shoot, like just having access to, you know, a chef, like cooking every day, not having to like not having to cook every day, like just having those type of things, small things. Um, but they really make a big difference in the grand scheme of things throughout a season um, because it's only thing we have to worry about is playing basketball. How much does that that weigh into players' decisions? Not, I mean, you obviously said that that weighed into your decisions, but as you know, the conversations you've had with other players, um, you know, past or present, what, how much does that weigh into to the decisions that you do make? Yeah, I mean, for me, I know what's important. I know what uh, you know works well for me, and I know that's kind of what's at the top of my list and what I prioritize. Um, and feeling like I'm not having to do a whole lot outside of basketball is important to me because now the only thing I can worry about is just taking care of my body um, and being ready to play basketball. You know, there's other situations and teams where, you know, they don't have access to things like this. Um, so you have to kind of figure it out uh, on the way. And I didn't want to do that anymore. I didn't, wasn't in the place where 
I'm trying to figure out, you know, how to get into a gym at night or something like that. Like I'm, like I said, I'm just too far along where, you know, I prioritize certain things um, and that I want and need in my career. Mm -hmm. uh, when it, when it comes to, you know, your role on this team, um, I know one thing that you had talked about, you know, in training camp and even at the beginning of the season was you, you had a conversation with Cheryl about being that, that, that guard position or, you know, playing in that guard position, that lead, lead guard spot. What were those conversations like? And, and was was that something that, you know, kind of intrigued you right away? Were you kind of apprehensive about that right away? What, what were your initial thoughts on that? Um, It wasn't really like a conversation that was in depth about like, hey, this is what we're going to do when you get here. Um, She like mentioned it, you know, throughout some conversations. Like we had multiple conversations and just kind of asked me, was I comfortable playing there? If, if I was thrown in there for a little bit and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I could do it here and there. Um, so, you know, kind of seeing how it, it stuck, <laughs> I was a little surprised, um, but I'm all for adapting. And I think that's why, you know, she likes it and sees the value in having me there because I'm able to adapt. I'm able to learn on the fly. Um, I think she trusts me. She's no, she knows like it's an adjustment for me. And that's why she's kind of giving me a little grace sometimes other times, not so much, but <laughs> I'm figuring it out along the way um i know myself and you know honestly i appreciate the challenge of kind of working through you know this kind of new position i you know going into my eighth year i didn't think i would have to uh you know dust off my point guard skills but here we are <laughs> but i love it i love the challenge and honestly it's just helping me you know see the game honestly from a different side um of the ball like i'm having to think a lot more, which probably I wouldn't have to if I was, you know, still on the wing and stuff like that. Um, you know, being in that lead position is getting me outside of my comfort zone. Um, and I re actually really appreciate it. Cheryl kind of mentioned the other night that um, she she kind of has to take a step back every once in a while. And when, when she I think she said she when she yells at you on the court, uh, she has to take a step back and realize, OK, OK, she's she's kind of playing out of position. So I got yeah. to take a step back. But you, she mentioned that that's not only due to, you know, the high expectations you have for your, for yourself, but that, you know, the expectations that, that she has for you and, and, you know, the, the potential she sees you in that role. How yeah. has that been for you so far? How have you lived up to kind of your expectations or, or how, how's everything been going so far? Yeah. I mean, I'm my, my hardest critic, I feel like. So, you know, I hear her, you know, sometimes being upset, but honestly, I'm already upset before she can even get to me. So I think she knows that as well. Um, like I said, I just hold myself to a really high standard um, and just to be like a good basketball player, you know, regardless of what position I am, I need to be able to, you know, being in that role, um, it, it's it's difficult and it's hard at times, but it's like I need to be able to, you know, make those decisions if I'm going to be out there. So it's not, you know, a what was me, I haven't played this position anymore. I need to figure it out if I'm out there because um, she's depending on that and me having the ball in my hand most of the time, um, I need to, you know, make good decisions most of the time throughout the game. So, I mean, some games are going to be better than others. Um, those are the kind of things we're working through. I mean, she's constantly, you know, talking to me, though, giving me, you know, hints and tips and stuff and things to look at while I'm out there. Um, but just her and knowing that she trusts me, um, that does wonders for me and my confidence, honestly, because, you know, I've been on the other side of it where you do one thing and, you know, you might not see the court again, um, do one thing wrong. So, those type of situations are very hard to play in. And I just appreciate that, you know, again, like she trusts me and has the confidence in me, you know, even if I do make a mistake, make a mistake uh, to come back to me because 
more than likely I'll try to, you know, clean that mistake up. Mm -hmm. That's one thing with this roster that, you know, Cheryl talked about it during the draft process, even after the draft process leading up to the year that this roster is filled with players that can play multiple positions. They can kind of be interchangeable in different spots. Is that fun for you as a player to kind of have, have those, those teammates like that and, and yourself to, to kind of play different, different roles in different spots throughout the year? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's becoming really like positionless. Like we're just in spots. We're not really having a position. We're, we're running plays and just putting people in spots. So um, we're just trying to, you know, maximize each person's skill set and just putting them in a position um, to show what they do well. But it's not necessarily like this person is the point guard, this person, like anybody sometimes can bring the ball up, like anybody can set a screen, you know, things like that. Um, it's just not, you know, delegated to only one person can do one thing. So it's it's really cool knowing that we have, you know, so many different types of players on this team that can do a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. When it comes to the the, the team's performance, um, obviously, there's a little bit of a slower start to the year. Um, but, you know, you guys, you know, Cheryl even mentioned after after that first home win that, you know, you guys seem to be kind of figuring things out and kind of, um, you know, kind of coming through in the end when maybe you didn't at, at the beginning of the year. What, you know, do you sense kind of a, a shift um, in things and in kind of an improvement or constant uptick in, in performance or just kind of morale or chemistry within the team? Yeah, I mean, for sure. Even, you know, before, you know, the home win, um, like we were in the last five games, we we're in a lot of games um, against a lot of good teams. Um, and lost by under five points. So I think we had like the longest streak of losing by under five uh, for five games in, in a row. And that's just like, it's not like we're losing games and getting blown out. It's like we are actually competing and we're in games and there's just like stretches where we just don't look good and we just can't get over that hump. So those are the things that we kind of have to work work through. Um, so I wasn't necessarily concerned about, you know, our chemistry, our confidence, um, because we're right there and, we're, and we know that and we just have to figure out, you know, when we're up, how to get further up or, you know, when we're down, how to, you know, come together and be tighter um, and, you know, and work our way back instead of, you know, letting them go on an even larger run or something like that. So I think those are the type of things we're figuring out, not necessarily, you know, how to play together and how to win and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. To to finish things off, I I just have a few random questions for you to to see see what your your uh, I don't know just kind of random teammate questions. Um, okay. First first one, who's the best locker room dancer? I know we we've talked uh, pregame and postgame about uh, the pregame locker room dance. Who's the who's the best uh, links links dancer on the team? Um, by Maybe default, because... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> by default because she's probably the only one that does dance in the locker room is Rachel <laughs> okay okay I know uh they asked uh Sylvia Falls before her jersey retirement if she was going to jump back in the locker room and join in but uh she she said that that Rachel told her that, that she's trying to get other teammates to to join in on that so yeah. that she's trying to recruit but yeah yeah, we'll see. yeah. <laughs> Who, uh, maybe this was the, the exact same answer, but the, the, I guess the funniest or most laid back person on the team. Um, the most laid back. <laughs> oh man. I would say I'm pretty laid back. Okay. Um, but when it comes to funny, you got to give it to Diamond or Rachel again. Really? Okay. Yeah. Right. Those two <laughs> can give you a laugh every time. How about how about the other side of things? The one, the person that's the most serious, or kind of just just not joking or anything. 
<laughs> I don't want to get you in trouble here. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Honestly, we we all kind of like are really jokey, just like in our own way. Only person yeah. that probably is like really quiet is maybe Nina. Um, but she's just just always like that. I think that's okay. just her personality. Yeah. Sure. Now, <laughs> when it comes to we were just talking about the road trip. Um, when it comes to traveling, who's the best travel partner on the team? Who always has the snacks or who who has the best stuff? Who who's the best person to travel with? Do you think? Hmm. See, that's the thing. The links take care of us, so it's not like we're taking our own snacks. Okay. You know, we just go to the trainers and get the snacks. I mean, <laughs> if we need something in the airport, we just buy it ourselves. So it's not like okay. you know we have to think about packing things ourselves, which is a plus. That is, that, that is nice. That is nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Tiffany, I, I appreciate you taking some time um, and and we look forward to to seeing you play out the rest of the year. Welcome to Minnesota. I know it's, you've been here a little while, but welcome to Minnesota. And, and, and it's been a been a joy to watch you so far. And we, we wish you the best of luck the rest of the year. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you once again to Tiffany Mitchell for joining the podcast this week. It was great. Uh, great insight from her. Great conversation with her. Um, she's a great personality. She, you know, she's a, a fun person to cover. Um, so I, I was, I was happy to kind of sit down with her and kind of get peel back and, and kind of get a different side of her that, that maybe we haven't seen before. Um, you know, that, that we haven't heard her say in the media scrums or in the media availabilities or post game, pregame, whatever it may be after practice. Um, but just, just to kind of get a one-on-one with her and kind of get a conversation with her going on, on, on a little bit of the, the thought process of, of where she's at, how she got to where she is. Um, and how things are going so far for her and and the links and and where they hope to go moving forward. So thank you again to Tiffany for joining. Um, and I hope to to maybe get some more players and coaches and and other personnel here um, you know on sometime soon or sometime in the future as the season progresses. Um, I also want to give a thank you to Jeremy Rushing um, for producing this podcast every week. He does a great job in in making everything sound great and uh, in you know making this podcast sound sound good every week. so I, I I want to thank Jeremy for for all of his work in in helping out in in that regard. Um, if you want to support uh, Hitting the Hardwood in in other ways, you can. I mentioned earlier uh, before the Tiffany Mitchell interview that that you can follow um, you know Hitting the Hardwood on on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We're everywhere you can you can find us on social media. Um, on Twitter, it's at Hitting Hardwood, and then everywhere else, it's um, uh, well on Instagram, it's at Hitting the Hardwood, and and on uh, Facebook, um, you can find us on Hitting the Hardwood as well. Um, you can also find me, uh, Mitchell Hansen, uh, on Twitter um, at M underscore Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N 13. So that's M underscore Hansen 13. And I will have a lot of this information uh, podcast-wise, hitting the hardwood-wise, or, or anything in between uh, links-related or WNBA-related on, on Twitter. So feel free to follow me there as well. Um, and also, if you would like to support Hitting the Hardwood in other forms, if, if you... Um, if you are please able to um, you know support us on, on Patreon um, with not only this podcast, I have website, um, newsletters, um, and in the Patreon uh, page, we try and offer everybody, uh, you know, our fans, you know, everything that that we can, and you know, Patreon, uh, the Patreon community, and our patrons, they kind of get it more of exclusive um, offering than than what everybody else does, and they get. Uh, I mentioned the newsletter, it, you know, for everybody, it comes out every Wednesday, um, or at least comes out weekly, um, but during the season, for sure, every Wednesday, uh, but our patrons get them every, every three days, or, or three days a week, I should say, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 
um, that kind of you know contains anywhere from from you know deep dive information, bonus content, exclusive patron content, um, you know announcement news before anybody else, early access to podcasts. Um, there's a lot of different perks. That's just naming a few of them. But um, if you are able to, um, it's it's cheap to to be able to you know subscribe and and join the Patreon community. Um, I also do want to hear your feedback. Um, once you sign up, I'll reach out to you and, and let you know how you can get a hold of me. I want to know what I can do different, what you what you're what you like, what you don't like, what I'm you know what what's working well and what's not. So um, please let me know. Uh, but you can check out Patreon.com if you want to try a seven day free trial. You definitely can, um, and then you know see what what it's all about. And if if it you know if you do enjoy it, um, feel free to to sign up for a monthly membership and and um, you know kind of get more of that that offering and in that space. Um, but like I said, it's patreon.com forward slash hitting the hardwood. Um, and you can, you can receive all of those exclusive perks and much more, um, as part of our Patreon community. Um, I also want to give a shout out to, um, a couple of our partners. I mentioned playback earlier, um, that, you know, we'll, we'll be doing links live, uh, play, uh, uh shows on, on playback, um, kind of doing watch parties throughout the year. Jack Borman and I from Canis Hoopus will be doing that. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Better Edge and Homage. Uh, Better Edge is a, a social uh, betting site um, where you can bet against your friends, and it's very cheap to do so. You can bet anywhere from, you know, like like any other betting site. You can do anything from a dollar to as much as you want. Um, but you can do competitions. You can do pick-ems. You can do, um, you know, straight-up bets. You can you can bet against myself. You can bet against anybody else. You can just bet by yourself if you want to. Um, but, it you know, Better Edge... It's one of my favorite, if not my favorite, um, you know, app to to use or platform to use, um, and it's a it's it's very user friendly, um, and it's 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 one of the you know the the social well the the betting sites that that offer WNBA stuff too, which is is very cool. So um, I regularly do um, competitions through through Better Edge, um, so feel free to come join and take my money if you want. Um, I you know I'll admit you're going to take my money if you join and, and bet against me. So. Um, you can, you can find that at betteredge.com forward slash links. Um, and that is B E T T O R edge.com forward slash links. If you go to that link, um, you can use the promo code links L Y N X, and you will be able to get $20 in free play. Um, that allows you to just kind of try things out and, and see if you like it. If you do like it, keep playing. Um, but you can do that at betteredge.com forward slash links or check out betteredge at betteredge.com. And I also want to give a shout out. I, I mentioned to Homage. Um, Homage has a lot of vintage uh, clothing gear. It's, I'm really excited to be partnering with them this year too and, and just offering our, our fans um, not only Lynx gear, WNBA gear, but a lot of other vintage gear. They have a lot of really cool stuff on their website. And I got to admit, and I'm not the only one to say this, I was just talking to somebody the other day um, who I work with at, at Windside, Rachel, Rachel Galligan. She was she was talking about how um, the WNBA shirt that she had is is very soft. It's the exact same material um, that Homage does uh, or provides with with their shirts, um, and it it's honestly it's some of my favorite stuff, and it's just super comfy. As I'm recording this podcast, I'm wearing my Lynx shirt, a uh, blue Lynx shirt that I got through Homage. It's extremely soft, and they they're sweet. I mean, it's, it's vintage gear if you like vintage gear, or just regular logo gear. I mean, WNBA gear they have. Um, you know, all the team basic logo marks, they often have, uh, discounts and, and it's, it's great. So just, just go check them out. Um, that's homage.com, H O M A G E.com. 
And if you want to use um, a couple special URLs, um, there's one that is link specific and there's one that's WNBA uh, specific. You can find that at Hidden Hardwood on, on Twitter. Um, and if every, every purchase through those links um, that you find on our, our Twitter, those are the, the proceeds, the percentage of those proceeds come back to, to support Hitting the Hardwood. So we appreciate anything you can do to not only get gear, but to maybe help support Hitting the Hardwood and, um, you know, give back to this, uh, you know, this podcast, this, this brand so that we can continue to, um, push out content and, um, you know, continue the longevity of, of this podcast moving forward because I don't see it to be just a year thing. I want it, I want this podcast in, in this, uh, um, you know, everything that, that we're doing right now, newsletter, uh, website, and beyond, Patreon page, I want this to continue for years to come because I, I think Lynx fans deserve it. I think WNBA fans deserve it. Um, and I'm really excited to, to continue to, to live in this space and to be able to do this for all of you. So um, with that said, um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast this week. Um, as always, if, if you have any suggestions um, that you would like to, to pass along, um, you know, whether it's regarding this podcast, hitting the hardwood, future guests, whatever it may be, feel free to shoot me a note, uh, shoot me an email at, um, you can, you can do that. Um, I, I have a, a hitting the hardwood uh, email. It's hitting the hardwood at gmail.com. And if you want to just send me, send me a note, say hi, whatever, uh, you can do that. And, um, and we'll see it, uh, the hitting the hardwood team will see that and, and we'll, we'll take it into a, a account with, you know, any feedback or suggestions that you may have. So, Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, I hope you you enjoy the, the upcoming week for, for Lynx basketball. And as always, we will see you again next week. Bye.